Hey folks, well, he actually did it. What I consider awesome and what Dave thinks is eh, episode 10. Yeah, that's right, Dave. I'm, I'm bringing it up because I think it's awesome. We are now in SLA is now in the double digits of podcasting. And I am very thrilled. <laughs> I am very thrilled. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Here's Dave Thompson. Hi, Dave. <laughs> I, it's just a number, man. I turned 33 this week, and that's just a number, too. Who cares? I mean, I wish we were at episode 20 right now. I'm, I wish we could do it every week. I'm super stoked. We're 10 closer to that now. Yeah, so. well, I mean, I guess you're a counter. You know, like, you, you celebrate anniversaries of, like, you know, Star Wars coming out and stuff like that. So it's more relevant to you. And I'm I'm not trying to count anything, man. I'm not trying to count... You know, how often I go to the gym anymore, how old I am, uh, <laughs> well, how long it's been since I saw my kid awake, anything like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've always been kind of a counter stuff. I like to just keep count of certain things. Yeah? Yeah. Well, if it means a lot to you, it I, whatever, it means a lot to me. Happy episode 10. I am stoked for you. Whatever makes you happy, onwards and upwards, we're in it together. If you want to celebrate the, the big one zero, I'm right there with you having a party, dude. Well, yeah, and I guess we are going to for two reasons. First, we have a special guest coming on the show today, an in-house guest. And number two, we have another person who is right here right now, my good friend TJ. TJ, wants to hide everyone? Hey, guys. Hey, TJ's not near the mic, but hopefully you can hear him. Uh, TJ Hart is an incredible young video producer and editor and artist and uh we are working on a i don't know i guess it's a secret project it'll be out in the next couple of weeks but um tj's just kind of documenting what we're doing day to day in the early mornings and late evenings uh before and after work um yeah yeah, yeah so now you'll get to see um a little bit of what life's like on sla so. <laughs> yeah. and tj you got anything to say you excited to be here you're bored what's going on I'm very excited to be here, Dave. I, I, your energy, your energy is unlike any other. I'm happy to know you. I'm happy to call you a friend, and I think that we are like, uh, you know, quite a trio. We're like uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks or something. We're great. I'm Alvin. The Three Musketeers. I guess I'm Theodore. I don't know, man. I'm pretty tall. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, thank you for coming by, TJ. And I will say one thing. I'd like to appeal to the audience and say that we are doing some research for a video project that we're working yeah. on. Um, and if you uh, would like to reach out, if you've been on social media and been bullied, tricked, catfished, particularly by businesses or like... Uh, Should we explain what catfishing is in case someone... Why don't you go ahead, Josh, explain what catfishing pretty is. Pretty much someone's like saying, hey, we'll be your friend, hey, we'll help you out and stuff. And really their end goal is to get money or some monetary gain out of their contact with you. Well, I think catfishing is also when they're getting any sort of gain. So sometimes it's even romantic gain or, or something like that. But what we're really concentrating on in this project is um, businesses acting like friends or yeah. robot accounts on social media, things like that, like um, particularly in the autism community. So if you want to follow along, uh, follow us on Instagram, and we've been asking some survey questions and asking people to reach out, and we've gotten some awesome contacts, right, Josh? Yeah, absolutely. We've gotten some contacts. People have been reaching out. Um, great things, great things. So please um, let us know 
this will happen to you, it will help us help you. Because again, that's the end, end of the day, that's all this is about, helping each other in the community. So For sure. Yeah. Well, well said, dude. Yeah, thank you. I know, well, I am Alvin, and I'm the gym and stuff. Alvin! Um, I wonder if we are going to get sued now. Um, uh, I, yeah, please don't sue us, Alvin's creators. One of these days, we'll, we'll get it. So, um, so what's been going on in the last couple of weeks, Josh? Uh, I mean, nothing really too much. I mean, I I look like Rudolph the Red Nose Ranger right now because I got sunburn on my nose. So, I mean, yeah, that, that, that's that's about it. Well, um, where did you get sunburn? Yeah, at, um, I went to an air show at Republic Airport American Airport Museum. And, uh, and is that where you used to yeah, volunteer? Yeah, that's where I used to volunteer. Mm-hmm. I, I, when I started, when I was like 13. But yeah, so I went there. And um, I get home, I go to um, like wash up, get ready for bed, look in my bathroom mirror, and uh, so it uh, looks like right as a cherry, and right now it's peeling, so yeah, that that's not that much fun. But yeah, other other than that, yeah, it's been a typical um, like week for Josh. Cool. Well, a typical week for you lately is a good week, so I'm still... Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, not much with me either. Uh, working hard. I don't know, man. This uh, we are busy around the. Uh, we're we're busy here in New York. We're working yeah, hard. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, I actually did. We're not comp- not complaining about that. We're I actually busy. I managed to do something social outside of work uh, this wow. past weekend. So that's rare. <laughs> so obviously I'm exhausted because yeah. I you know I left my I wasn't in my office or in my car or in my apartment. So, you know, that's a big deal. I didn't get a sunburn, though. Now I'm jealous, yeah. I can see that you don't look like Rudolph Gordon Stranger. You yeah. look like a normal human being. So, um, <laughs> we have been kind of piling up on, on some questions um, that are coming in through the email and through the Instagram. Uh, and we, we keep saying we might do a whole episode of just question and answers but I'd like to just bang out a few now if you don't mind because they are piling up yeah absolutely let's it do seems it. like every time we want to do some sort of episode like that something else comes up something comes up that we just can't you know me and you are as, as much as I want to say that we're proactive we're reactive and we get when we get excited or carried away we, we move with it right so yeah it's just like those jellyfish in the currents oh alright so yeah I brought them back up so um here are a couple questions that some are for us, some are just for you. Um, that yeah. that we're gonna that we're gonna hit right now, okay? Okay. What kind of video games and movies do you each like? Um. Well, I'm not the biggest gamer, but when I do play a game, it's it has to do with my interest. Like I'll do a flight simulator because I love airplanes. I love Disney, so I do Kingdom Hearts. But um, I'm I'm also well, I also love Mickey. I'm saying who knows me. So one of my favorite video games ever is um an old video game called Epic Mickey. And for people who know me really really well, that's gonna be no surprise whatsoever. Okay. What about movies? Um, Same thing. You no. Know, also, like things like Godzilla. I love monster films, especially what people call kaiju, which is like Japanese for giant monster or something. I love those. Mm-hmm. Um, Jurassic Park, um, Disney, yeah, I mean, just, if it's a fun movie, 
I like it. All right. Yeah. I like, um, I don't play video games. I dig, like, Pac-Man, you know? Like a video uh, game, retro. That, uh, arcade games, pinball, anything you'd find in a bar. Not that I go to bars anymore, um, or a bowling alley or a waiting room somewhere. I like I like the the more simple games. I feel like like some of the most simple games are are the hardest or, or demonstrate the most skills to yes. be able to play them. Yeah, Pac-Man um, definitely. There's some skill. Yeah, there. I get down with that stuff. I mean, I like. Um, I mess around on like an RPG or something once in a while. I I used to really like like Grand Theft Auto at my friends' houses. Oh, but, I yeah, that that game was fun. But really, I uh, you know growing up, once I became twelve or so, I spent all of that money, whether it be for a holiday or some money I saved or whatever, that was all going towards musical equipment. And you can you you have me to thank for that because that's how we yeah, really so got started here. Yeah, thanks for your musical interest. <laughs> Yeah. And as far as movies, I mean, um, I watch a lot of nonfiction stuff. I watch a lot of documentaries. I don't mean to sound um, hoity-toity or boring, but um, I don't know. I just feel like I get a lot more out of it when I know something's true. Or even if it's just historical fiction, like something that based on a true story, that kind of stuff. Same biopics. with the documentaries with here. I totally have, I don't know how I forgot that, but yeah. I'm, yeah. with you. I'm with you on that one. And uh, one thing that my wife and I agree on is like true crime stuff. Like we watch a, a lot of that stuff. But I like you know uplifting things, and um, I'll just search search some keywords on you know one of my streaming services and and get going with that kind of thing um, when I am able to watch TV. Yeah, that, and that's movies. that's a keyword nowadays, isn't it? Um, when we're able to. All right, cool. So next question. All right. And That's I, a good question, though, by the way, whoever asked it. Yeah, and I don't remember that one. That one's a, a month or two old. Um, so this one is somebody that just reached out, and it right. really, um, and I did speak to this individual a little bit because um, it was concerning to me, and I felt like it needed to uh, be addressed in the moment right away. Um, but I'd like you to answer as well. Um, my friend at school is being bullied. She has autism and doesn't know what, she doesn't want to tell her parents, what do I do? Let me tell you what I told her. Um, I told her that it's not snitching and it's not lame and whatever to tell an adult what's going on. It's for the friend's best interest and it's for the school's best interest. And even if someone, including her friend, might be a little mad at her or embarrassed or something in the moment, I can promise you that that same person will thank her later and that you know it's absolutely for the best. Um, and sometimes what's right isn't always what's easy. In fact, it's almost never that way, right? That's what I said. I don't know. I don't know well, what you think. Well, first thing I would do is, yes, I would tell an adult, but make sure it's an adult that you can trust because I know with me in my situation, especially when I was in middle school, one of my bullies was named Max. I'm not going to say the last name, but Max. And uh, his dad pretty much ran the PTA. So... And the school board. So, if I told, like, the guy in the castle or something, it was twisted, and then I got in trouble. So, make sure it's someone who you can trust. If you can trust your parents, I would tell them. And if you're worried that maybe you'll lose a friend about it, well, th think of it this way. Are they really a true friend if they get mad at you for getting help? Because at the end of the day, a friend is supposed to be there for you and support you. A friend isn't supposed to get mad at you for seeking help. Well, so, I think even if they, if, even if they uh, 
lose a friend temporarily or whatever, I think that that person's going to have them to thank later, right? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, school, listen, and, brutal. and I know, uh, you know, I don't mean to step on your toes at all. I know I don't have autism, but I didn't have an easy time in school. Yeah. And, and I know that it can be the worst place in the world. And, and that, and I could picture getting mad at a friend because they advocated for me. So I'm sympathetic to that. But I also, you know, having been through what I've been through and having grown into who I am now, I know what's right and I know what's gonna um, what's gonna fix things in the in the long run. Yeah, um, but um, but if you're the one advocating for a friend, what I would say is, if that friend gets upset, if once they grasp the situation, like. Fully, and it might take time, like, but fully, they will come around, and they will eventually thank you for it. It's in whatever way they feel that they can, or they're more most comfortable doing. But I definitely would advocate and take action. I think that's very important, and they will thank you in the future. Yeah, for sure. Um, next question: um, Will you listen to my raps and tell me if I'm the best rapper alive? I mean, I'm I'm honest with my reviews, so um, if if you get a good review, that's good. But just bring your A game. I mean, sure, I'm I'm up for it, but just give me your A game. I mean, well, yeah, awesome. I'm down. Yeah, I'm down too. Uh, and yeah, so you know, uh, we, your stuff. we have appealed to our uh, social media followers to send <laughs> us or point us in the direction towards. Uh, musicians that are on the autism spectrum right. um, and so I guess that that's when this this uh, this dude reached out right. um, and if you're cool. listening and if you're listening send us your mixtape send us your SoundCloud I want to hear it I want to hear your, your freestyles everything um, all right last question how right. did you how did you get a podcast Josh well I, I don't really think that's fair for me just to ask there's comedy so Dave and I our teamwork originally, and this is pretty much the story, the history of SLA, um, SLA was going to be actually a book where we were writing about other people on the spectrum, and it was to make a children's book. Then we had a meeting with um, someone, and they said, no, it should be about you. So that's how the idea came. And then James just suggested, well, what about podcasts? And yeah, then the book kind of went on the back burner. Like, the truth is yeah. that a podcast is way cheaper than a book, and that too. Yeah, and and you know we're probably better at just sitting around and being super casual too than being really formal well, and going. And to a we're reaching more and, people now, also. I mean, yeah, it's and, to be and, realistic. I don't think that many people would buy a children's book compared to listen to the podcast. Yeah, I mean, it, it was instant, and that's that's what's so incredible about this podcasting movement in general. I mean, I think that they're exploding. I think Patrick Bardsley, uh, a couple episodes ago, mentioned that um, it's it's very on trend right now to, to have a podcast. All celebrities are starting yeah. them and everything. Yeah, and, he has his finger on the pulse, that guy. So oh, says, yeah, he's a man about town. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm glad we jumped on that bandwagon, and, and there's a reason why it's so popular. It's because it's so possible. Yeah. So possible for both the person that's producing it and the person that's listening. I think it opens a lot of doors, and it's pretty incredible. And it feels very personal and connected. 
Yeah, for sure. So um, that being said, anything else you want to talk about before we get into today's topic? No, I'm just I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. All right, cool. So siblings. I'm just excited, man, to have my brother on. I think the excitement on my face, everything says it all. I'm just thrilled. All right, so without further ado then. Um... Here's my little brother, Alex Mursky. Dave, so um, we actually have someone really special to me here today, and I'd like to introduce you. Um, this is my little brother, Alex. Hi, Alex. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on. Glad to be here. Yeah. Um, so did you make it here all right? Like traffic, anything? Yeah, traffic wasn't that bad. It took the LAE, and GPS wasn't working, but figured it out. He figured cool. it out. See, that's that's so mercy for you. Yeah. They always find a way. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> Maybe that's the back of our next t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, comment on Facebook if you think that we should put that on a t-shirt. Hashtag, mercy find a way. Like, no, so, so, but in all, in all serious, uh, in all seriousness, Alex, thanks a lot for coming by. Um, you know, Josh speaks the world of you and, and your whole family, so um, it's really cool to see where he comes from, and I think that it'll provide really good insight to the to the listeners at home into what it's like growing up with a sibling that's on the spectrum, and mm-hmm. uh, and maybe Josh can speak a little bit about you as well. It'll be cool. Thanks. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Cool. Yeah. What what is the uh, what's the age difference between you guys? Well, it's three and a half years. He was born in uh, March '93. I was born on Veterans Day '96. Oh, so you're younger. Okay. I was nervous you could get my birth year wrong. I was going to just... No. Well, I don't remember. Yeah. You don't remember, but, but I remember. I don't remember. You don't remember my birth year. No, I forget the date. Oh, yeah. uh, look, they're already fighting, and it only took one question. Dude, it's not that hard to forget. 11-11. 11-11. <laughs> Shut up. 11-11. That's not hard. It's such a good, cool thing to watch siblings interact you really learn more about people when you see that when you meet their siblings and you watch them interact so and for the listener at home josh just hit alex yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah um so one of the reasons to me reason we brought you here today is because we want to talk about how siblings and like from the point of the sibling without autism how what's life is like growing up with someone on the spectrum, so our listeners here who, let's say, they're in the same boat you were in growing up, and like in a household with a sibling on the spectrum, will kind of like know that they're not alone, and like maybe have some like tips on like growing up, and like you know just ways um, you did it because I mean here we are now and we get along. I mean, so besides that little hit, yeah. I mean, yep. So if you want. Well, I don't know, Dave, do you have any questions um, you want to start off with? Um, what are some things that you've had to support Josh with in the past? Like endeavors or helping him? What do you mean? Yeah, well, I mean, okay, let's start, let's start here. How old were you when you realized that Josh was different? No idea. This is my normal, and that yeah. was it. So. Yeah, I could see that. I could see how that would be a weird question, because it's just your brother. So. Yeah, I didn't, there's nothing for me to compare it to. Right. So even if I talk to friends and see how they interact with their siblings, it's different. So, but things I'm used to. It. So to me, 
I really don't know what year it was or what age it was. Um, what are what are some things that you've had to support Josh with, like growing up? Well, I know he used to always, before the diagnosis and after, go to a ton of doctors, mm-hmm. and I was kind of forced to be supportive and go. So maybe that's one thing. Um, in hindsight, Josh, does that mean a lot to you that your brother was by your side? Whether he, whether he was enthusiastic about it or not, and whether he, you guys realized it at the time or not, are you glad that you have yeah, someone... in hindsight, it's good because, like, as you get older, you appreciate those things more. Um, I think that as a child, it doesn't sink in that, like, your sibling's making sacrifices, like, oh, they could be playing soccer, but instead they're in the psychologist's office or something... So, and yeah. I remember with this one doctor, like, he used to always complain because he used to play jazz music. Like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, that guy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's annoyed, like, living day, I'll tell you. But, yeah, you stood with it. So, yeah, thank you for that. Um, and yeah, I think yeah, it's I, cool that, he, that, you, that you guys always have that, that you have, that you have somebody that was in those waiting rooms with you. Yeah. And, you know, like, the things that I've been through with my sister, for example, in the past... I wasn't thinking about that at the time, but now that I have someone to say, like, remember 25 years ago, which is weird to say, but remember 25 years ago when, like, this horrible thing happened or we, we you know, that power outage where we lost power for a week, like, that's what's so special about a sibling is no matter what, whether you realize it or not, it, you're going through life together and you're building, you're, you're becoming who you are alongside somebody else, so I think it's... You know, yeah, and I really, like, I think it enhances your character. Um, yeah. Going, growing up. What about, like, academically? Did you help him academically? It was mainly my mom. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know if I helped him academically. Uh, math. You, oh, you yeah, yeah, that math. one summer. Yeah, one I'm summer. Horrible, <laughs> one summer. horrible math. No, there's this one summer he's taking a, a course, and everything is going good, and then he forgets everything. <laughs> I don't know why. So I need to help oh, him wait, try to remember. Yeah, so I try to help oh. him try to remember everything, and it's just not <laughs> clicking. But yeah. he knew it the week before, which really, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that, that was really frustrating. Yeah, I don't know how it happened. Like, I was like from top of the class to like literally like the bottom. Yeah, the, the yeah, the last one. So what about you? What about you, Josh? Like, what do you? This is a weird question. What do you think of Alex overall? You, well, seems right like here, so. seems like overall you guys get along yeah, pretty I mean, well now. Like, he has his best friends now. Yeah. Um. It, I mean, when we were younger, uh, obviously, like most uh, my childhood, I wasn't diagnosed, so like I really, um, I couldn't really socialize that nearly as well or communicate that well. So we, we would argue more, but now I mean, as we grew up, we matured, and yeah, we're like each other's best friend now. I mean, that's that's awesome. We, we argue, but it's like fun arguing. Like you get into, like debates and stuff, but we both enjoy it. Do you feel like um, your parents like instilled it in you guys that you had to get along and you were each other's brothers and you had to take care of each other? Yeah, yeah. Mom, mom did that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a few times I just completely cut him out of my life because things were going really bad. But then yeah. my mom made sure that we uh, talked to that. each other again. Yeah, and then everything just got better. Alright, um, so, Alex, um, do you remember the, like, when you just found out I was diagnosed, like, did that change anything? Because I know some, some people will probably be like, oh, if they find out someone has a disability, they might try to, like, sugarcoat things more, or some people might act different. Did, did you, when, did you view me differently as a sibling? 
Absolutely nothing changed. There was no difference because we were going to doctors all the time. None of them knew anything. Like they were just guessing. Mm -hmm. So apparently, <laughs> yeah. someone finally figured something out. So I was like, okay, they figured so was, it out. So was it a relief? I don't know what I felt. It was well, just you like, were ten. Well, if he was thirteen, you were ten. So yeah. I so I was like, like okay, okay, they finally figured something out, and let's move on. That, that Do you remember if you knew what autism was when you were ten? I had no idea. Exactly. So no idea. So it wouldn't matter one way or another. Yeah, so I was like, okay, they just put a name on it. Yeah, Josh's thing has a name. Yeah, they just put a name and that was it. Right. That's no really difference at all. Yeah, his, the fact that he was diagnosed so late is really, really interesting. Because yeah. now, nowadays in particular, you know, you have um, people diagnosed three. And so imagine knowing since you were, you know, being told since you were one that your older brother was different. I mean, that would be way, your life probably would have been a little bit different. Um, so, uh, I'm actually happy that it turned out the way it did. Yeah, it went well. Yeah. Even though the doctors didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. It did go well. I mean, but look how everything ended up. So. Well, let me let me ask you something. So. Before me or Alex? I'm going to ask Alex. So, we talked about what what you've helped Josh with, but what has he helped you with in the past? Well, so we were in Dooney Park one time, and the lifeguard God, wasn't, again, just like the doctors, not doing their job. This is so stupid. So, I was... Drowning, and he's right there. So I'm like trying to like push myself up. How old were you? I I don't know. You I was were pretty a little young. kid. Yeah, I was pretty young, but I'm trying to get the attention of the lifeguard. I'm like trying. I'm almost drowning. Really trying to like push up on Josh's back. So he just basically said, "Screw the lifeguard," and he just brought me out of the wave pool because we were pretty deep in the wave pool. Wow. So Josh, he just brought me out of the wave Josh, pool. Josh, you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, and there's also, remember another time at the friend's house? Damn. Oh, yeah, yeah, when yeah, I was maybe like, like three or two. Drowning again in the pool? Yo, this was way yeah, early. You still like to drown. Right? No, this, this was way early. This was when I was two years old. I wanted to... They, you they were, were not like two years yeah, old. Yeah, I was. I was like two or three. Oh, you were older. Oh, I was? Yeah, you must have like maybe elementary school or something. All right, fine. So, elementary school. <laughs> and they're in the deep part of the pool, and I want to go in the deep part of the pool, but I can't swim, so I go in the deep part of the pool. And I almost drowned, and Josh just pushed me out of the deep part of the pool. I grabbed him. So yeah, he saved my life twice. So that's always a... That's a, a big, big thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, that's always a big thing. Uh, he inadvertently taught me, like, empathy and being patient. There you go. Because I had to bend on everything, or there would be a problem. Oh, God, yeah. There would be a very big problem, and I had to go to all the doctors... And wait there for hours. Yeah, doing nothing. Right, because there was nothing in the waiting room besides jazz. Mm -hmm. oh, it was God. horrible. Right, it taught you how to be a patient person, an empathetic person. Yes. And yeah. Um. And I've been talking a lot about this with people. Um. About the sac the the sacrifices that siblings of of people um, growing up on the autism spectrum what what kind of sacrifices they make. Um. I I see. I have a, a cousin who's on the spectrum. And he has two sisters, and the the features that I see in them as little kids being so caring and being these natural teachers and, and, and what have you, and the discipline that they have to be able to do something like wait or, you know, be so quiet at a, in a, at a church baptism or something like that, um, I think it can be largely attributed to having a brother that had special needs, you know? So um, it's kind of like how they say... Uh, it takes a special parent to be an, an autism parent. 
but it really is more of like it takes it's out of necessity that you yeah. become so patient so strong yeah so you just have to or yeah you know course. things just go really bad so you just learn and mature very quickly especially compared to all my other friends I matured way more mm-hmm. way you quicker matured fast. yeah it was not even close like they're acting so mature and uh, it's much different yeah so um so all the um parents of siblings and stuff out there do you have any advice um what you want to tell them about parents who have kids one with on the spectrum and then one off the spectrum or do you have any also advice to give to other siblings well to siblings i would say be patient try to be empathetic and understand that you can't always get your way you have to bend because it's much harder for the kid on autism to bend than for you so you just gotta learn to do it and deal with it even though it's not the most fun you're gonna get angry you just gotta do it and uh, for the parents I would say for the kid that's not on the spectrum just throw them a bone every once in a while because they're going through a lot too so like buy them a nice toy or do something nice that they would like just like take them out for something make them feel you know special because they're going through all this stuff just make them feel happy for doing it mm-hmm. like a little reward so Agreed. I, I have a I have another one so we keep talking about I, I don't want to I don't want to feel like we're putting Josh down so let's no, let's, no, let's no, gas no. him no but let's gas him up a little bit so I mean I can tell you right I'm now and we'll save it for some other gushy episode that we have between me and Josh but I can tell you right now things that he's better at than me so I want to hear from a sibling what are some things or something that you know even though you've had to be patient and you've had to be empathetic and you've had to lose out on a lot of stuff, what's something that Josh just crushes you on? What what is he better at than you? Well, there's two things, but one of them I'm pretty close. History, I'm pretty close on. Oh, history, but, like historical facts? Trivia? Yeah, no, I don't watch history. He's U.S., he knows everything. Me, I'm more like ancient other stuff. Yeah, you got but, me in the ancient, I got more like modern. Yeah. And then public speaking. I can't get in front of people. I'm perfectly fine talking on the mic like talking on a camera or something but I cannot get in front of people at all mm. and I get incredibly nervous about that and, and it just does not work at all and Josh, Josh he can just do it it doesn't just, matter the more people the better and and he does it basically without knowing what he's going to say he goes up there and just yeah. wings it and it sounds like he rehearsed it for yeah. two weeks so three weeks speech. a month something like that yeah the speeches always sound good and he gets the audience involved and I would not be able to do that I would be Humming all over the place, fidgeting around, not knowing what I'm talking about, and it's nothing to him. So that's probably the major thing. Yeah, that, that yeah, that is true. I remember um, with the Uber thing, I literally did not know what I was about to say until five seconds before I spoke it. Yeah, I, I would not be able to do that. I would have to prepare, and then even while preparing, I would completely mess things up. And just hope for the best. Yeah, that's a real that's a real gift that you have there, Joshy. Oh, thank you. It's almost like you should do a TED talk or something. Hint, hint. Wink, wink. Most people think that uh, people on autism they can't since it's a social disorder they can't get up and talk in front of people. But for him, it's second nature. It's no big deal. Yeah. So it's kind of an exception. I don't know where he got it from, but. Well, it's interesting. There's all these, I don't know if you want to call them stereotypes, but there's a lot of commonalities about, you know, people with autism, but they're not all the same for everyone. Oh, 100%, and, yeah. And, and, you know, 
people think that people with autism all, you know, have this, like, Rain Man-like ability to yeah. do math. Or, but, like, Josh, are you good at math? I am one of the worst people on the planet. He, he doesn't know anything. Math. Right. But no. people think that people with autism are, um, you know, yeah. not able to, to yeah, socialize appropriate. Uh, or, math. I'm, right. I'm definitely... Can't fit that part of the stereotype. But, I wish I could. But people, but people also think that that people affected by autism can't um, communicate effectively. Do you think that you're a, an effective communicator? I wonder if what my audience thinks. Am I a good communicator? <laughs> Let's survey the audience yeah. now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Please reach out if yeah. you think that Josh is an effective <laughs> communicator. Yeah, like um, all folks on the spectrum were think of us as like little snowflakes. We're, um, we're all unique and different. None of us are exactly quite the same. He always does the analogies. I'm I pretty know. Good. They're pretty it's good too. So, yeah, yeah, that literally just came to me like a couple seconds ago. All right, Snowflake. Anything else you guys have to to talk about? Um, Alex, what about you? Do you have any questions? Do you want to ask? Uh, what was life like living with me, knowing? <laughs> that I had to bend on everything. Well, did you know? Did you know growing up that that you probably heard it a few times? But I, did you really? I heard my <laughs> parents telling him to like bend, like Alex, please, please. But was I aware that this was hard for you or anything? Absolutely not. Yeah, as a I, kid, you know, yeah, kids it, don't want to bend. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Though, because it was like I was like in my own little world. Like, I remember, um, like, I really wasn't able to focus on other people's point of view and stuff at that time. Later on, I learned it, how to do that, but at that moment, I didn't. So, yeah, I didn't know. But, I mean, nowadays, obviously, I know, but... Well, even though our childhood was, it sounds much different than the normal childhood, we still, like, did the normal... Pushing, yeah. shoving, yelling at each other. Things yeah, are still I mean, normal, but it was just about... wrestling matches and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it was just, mm-hmm. like, any fight was uh, about something small, a miscommunication. It was mostly a miscommunication. Or and also both, stupid. Yeah, I mean, some uh, incredibly stupid honestly, stuff. Honestly, it was stupid. Yeah, but we both didn't understand. We, we took the same set of information and understood it completely different ways. Yeah. And we yeah. fought about that. So, <laughs> oh, while to... Uh, Another set of siblings might both understand it the same way. We just did not understand it the same way at all, so that's what caused the majority of the arguments. Yeah, I mean, look, I could say it was never a dull moment at the Mersky house. It was never a dull moment, folks. But, I mean, it, 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 but I, I enjoyed growing up with you as a brother. You're, I mean, you're, you're a good brother. I mean, now, I mean, great. But, I mean, yeah, it was good. Yeah, we had the ups and downs, but now everything is yeah, I mean, uh, going yeah, good. Everyone does. Very nice, guys. You're going to make me want to call my sister on the way home. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. Thank you so wait, much, Alex, for stopping by. Also, I picked this up for you, Alex, since we are always, when we were kids growing up, we used to watch Godzilla and stuff, and since the new movie's coming out, I picked you up this um, Godzilla um, figurine from the comic store. Oh, it's very cool. Yeah. This is very detailed. Yeah, I know. 
This one's very cool. It's got all the yeah, movements and all this stuff. Yeah, it's and stuff, so... Yeah, we used to watch Godzilla all the too. time. Our movie is Godzilla vs. King Kong from 1962. Yeah, this is the one that's gonna fight King Kong in the new one, so. Yeah, so they're making that in 2020 or 2021. I remember when we went to Kinect Park, I told the lifeguard when, to teach you how to dive to make tell you that King Kong was at the bottom of the pool, so you would actually go off the diving board. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. I have a feeling this one's gonna make Mama Mursky cry. Well, All right, thank, thank you guys so yeah, much. Well, Pleasure, Alex. So much. Was, this has been my favorite one to have. So yeah, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Right. Josh, I think that that interview said it all. Absolutely, yeah, and it was absolute pleasure to have my little brother on. Best interview I've ever done. All right, let's go but home. Also, quick before that, I want to remind everyone to check out soon on SoundsLikeAutism.com. Because we are going to have a new item in our store coming very soon. So keep on checking it out to see when it arrives. Yeah, reach out on social media. Instagram, Facebook, uh, soundslikeautism at gmail.com and www.soundslikeautism.com. And we'll catch you all next time. Have a great day and great night, guys. Have Peace. a good one. Bye.